was brought before the village rabbi, protesting. What I said was in jest, just humor. My words were carried forth by others. I am not to blame. But the victim cried for justice, saying, You've soiled my good name. I can make amends, said the woman accused. I'll just take back my words and assume I'm excused. The rabbi listened to what she said, and sadly thought as he shook his head, Ah, this woman does not comprehend her crime. She shall do it again and again in time. And so he said to the woman accused, Your careless words cannot be excused until you bring my feather pillow to the market square. Cut it and let the feathers fly through the air. When this task is done, bring me back the feathers, every one. The woman reluctantly agreed, she thought. <laughs> the wise old rabbi has gone mad indeed. But to humor him, she took his pillow to the village square. 
she cut it, and feathers filled the air. She tried to catch, she tried to snatch, she tried to collect each one, but weary with effort, she quickly discovered the task could not be done. She returned with very few of the feathers in hand. I couldn't get them back. They've scattered all over the land. I suppose, she sighed as she lowered her head, like the words I can't take back from the rumor I spread. Words like feathers fly. Words reach far and wide. They leave the mouth a bitter rind. May all your words, my friend, be kind. There was once a weaver who filled her fine silk brocades with flowers and birds that seemed so real they almost quivered. She and her three sons never went hungry, for when she brought her wares to the marketplace, everyone would gasp at their beauty and grasp for their purses. One day, after she had sold all her brocades, she walked past the stalls in the marketplace with her pocket full of money. Her eye was suddenly caught by a small painting half hidden behind other wares. She picked up the painting to admire it more closely. Her eyes traveled over the tiny image of a fine white house surrounded by fields of red flowers. A crystal pool shimmered in the sunlight beside the house and the dancing fish seemed so lifelike they almost moved. A lazy river wound its way about the edges of the field. Cattle and sheep grazed peacefully. She could almost feel the painting's warm sunlight on her face. Oh, how she longed to be in such a place. Without considering for even a moment, she reached into her pocket and spent all of her hard-earned money on the precious painting. Smiling, she set off for home with the treasure pressed to her heart under her jacket. Her three sons greeted her when she arrived at her humble thatched cottage at the foot of the mountains. How was your luck today, mother? inquired the eldest. I had great luck, she answered with a grin. Then have you brought us special foods to eat? asked the second licking his lips at the thought of expensive sweets. I have brought you a feast for your eyes, she said, drawing forth the tiny painting from her jacket. Her two older sons grumbled their disappointment, but her youngest, delighting in his mother's pleasure, gazed at the painting and said, 
it is an exquisite picture. Oh, if we could only live in such a place. <sighs> the weaver sighed. Her two older sons muttered, Stop dreaming. We could never afford to live in such a place. Her youngest son saw the shadow of sadness pass over the weaver's face. He said, Mother, make a brocade that looks like this painting. While you work, it will be as though you are there beside the shimmering pond. The weaver set about instantly to weave the image of the tiny painting. She immersed herself in the image, and so great was her joy that she worked without stopping. She used the finest threads of silver and gold. She wove all day, each day, and at night she burned pine branches to make enough light to weave longer. She wove only this picture and soon had nothing to take to market. Make something that you can quickly sell at the market, or we will have to cut firewood to earn some money, complained the two older brothers. You are wasting too much time on this brocade. But the weaver could not stop her wonderful brocade. The youngest son calmed his two brothers and said, Do not fret. I will cut the wood we need so that mother can finish her brocade. The weaver wove for one year without stopping, and her eyes began to water as she worked. She wove her tears into the crystal waters of the pond. After another year, her eyes began to...